Welcome to We, Women Encouragers and Wellness Enthusiasts. My name is Kelsey. And my name is Morgan. Both nutritionists leading busy lives, just trying to balance it all. Here we will be sharing the stories of inspiring women in our Oregon communities. How do you balance wellness, work, health, and relationships, and all the little things we do in between? Come listen in on the conversations while we chat about all of these and more. Much, much more. Today we have back on the podcast, Tenley from Jake's season of The Bachelor. And we are so excited. Previously, a couple weeks ago, we had her and all we talked about was her story, her journey with health, a little bit of The Bachelor, a little bit of her love life with her new husband, Taylor, and just everything. We just literally had a normal conversation and we just wanted to get to know Tenley. So today... It's more interviewish, so we just have some specific questions because she was too fun to talk to. We had to bring her back, so that's basically what the gist is today. Yep, it's more of a Q and A style. We're just asking some questions and some questions that we asked our listeners from as well. Yeah, we'll get answered. So welcome back, Tenley. Well, thanks, ladies. Always fun to chat with you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. thanks. So. Um, we will just start off with our first question, and you kind of answered this in your first um, episode we had, but was it hard for you to stay healthy in the bachelor mansion? Like you said that there's these people that get you like all the gluten-free options that you want. So how does that work? Like, do you just, is everyone cooking for themselves or uh, how did that work for you? Did you have to cook your own specific meals? Or? This is a fun question because in all three situations, all three different shows was different. Um, but for the most part, you can get anything you want. You make a list of what you need, and it is um, it shows up uh, probably a couple hours later. So, um, and I wish that I had known to, that I could have taken more advantage of that, but I was being so <laughs> modest. Um, so my first time um, doing The Bachelor, um, I was still very new to the gluten-free lifestyle and what, what foods were safe or what I could eat and just... And so, so relieved to have not been sick in quite a while that I was so scared to possibly even end up sick. So I was very, very careful um, on that show. But basically anything that I'd put on a list, um, they would show up with. And, uh, and for the most part, I think that there was, I can't remember who it was on that season, but I feel like most season somebody kind of takes charge in the kitchen and. Um, I feel like we split a lot of the roles, like somebody would scramble some eggs or, you know, kind of the different meals um, that they, somebody just kind of takes charge in the kitchen. Um, and I'd fend for myself for the most part, I think, with, on that show. So I was still learning. And then with eating out or where, when we started traveling, um, it was kind of whatever the producer or handler they they're called handlers there's they're basically uh producers assistants or people that want to become producers someday and they're just putting in their time and basically showing that the, they'll be the hands and feet to what needs to be done and they're amazing humans and we spend a lot of time with them in the first couple of weeks and days when we're sequestered in hotels and stuff so shout out to anybody who's ever been a handler <laughs> um but uh, then on 
bachelor pad, I feel like, because we, we were integrated with guys in the house. So it was, it was kind of the first alumni or all-star show, maybe you'd want to call it, of that they had ever done. And so guys and girls were living in the mansion together and we had a barbecue and I feel like some of the guys kind of took charge and there's this girl named Nikki that did all this fancy stuff in the kitchen. And I had a lot more, um, not, it was only even been a couple months, but I had a little bit more of an understanding of what I could and couldn't eat. So again, fended for myself. And then the last show was like a restaurant at this hotel and, um, for the most part, ordered from them. But I just remembered we would make a list there too, but this is in Mexico. And so not everything that I put on the list would show up because I also make these um, grain-free chocolate chip cookies that don't, that use like coconut sugar. Mm. Um, And so a little bit lower glycemics makes it a little bit more guilt-free. And um, I tried, I wanted to show off and make those in Mexico. And they couldn't get all the ingredients. So, um, but I did, they did find like rice cakes and I love sandwiches and um, they found rice cakes, turkey, and I made an exception and had some cheese and like whatever kinds of stuff I could find and made like rice cake sandwiches. So I did that in Mexico. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a fun world because you can, once you start learning about the list, it just shows up like, <laughs> like, white teeth whiteners on there or somebody put a perfume on there and I couldn't believe that people were getting this stuff or hair dye or makeup and food and like boom box or not a boom box but like I'm just trying to think of like there were obnoxious things that would you show up shopping like you want some a new pair of jeans or something <laughs> so pretty much if like you were in the need I mean it, it's not necessarily like a Christmas wish list but <laughs> And so, but if you needed something, they would, they would help you find it somehow. You know, so, I always wondered that, that yeah. because I was thinking like, yeah. how are these girls on this show for how many weeks? And I know like, like I dye my hair monthly. And so I'm like, how, weren't there roots be grown out by then, you know, and like all this stuff, like how do their hair look always so good and their nails look so good? There is seriously this magic of television though. I swear, because I'd be like, this never happens that I actually look this decent in these conditions. <laughs> I don't know. And nobody's, nobody's helping me out, but um, hair, I think people would order, like they would request a hair dye if they could do that. I think that some girls, when you get further along on the down days, like um, during hometowns, especially like there's time where you're sequestered with just your handler or producer in LA or wherever is the most of the time it's LA is the, the base spot. And um, there's time to maybe go get your nails done or get maybe get your hair done or do a little bit of shopping, just depending on how much they're letting you move around. But you never move out of sight of um, your handler producer. It's pretty it's pretty wild how how tied down you are. But um, and then also in St. Lucia for because I think I had gotten my nails done in L.A. during hometown week. But um, in St. Lucia this on The Bachelor right before the possible proposal, the final rose um, happened. They did bring a manicurist into my room or where, not my room, I had this house. It was amazing. Um, into my house and didn't even let me leave the, the room or house. Um, and they brought somebody in. So they, they will make sure that either you're feeling good and confident, I think. Yeah. Because they want you to believe 
that, you know, good things are happening. And but for the most yeah. part, I think they, they, they make things happen. I've seen people pull strings for even greater things, but and I just don't have the guts to ask. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's something I've never known. And that like literally while you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, this brings up another question. Cause I've been watching the bachelor and all those shows for years. Like we were talking yeah. before this, I think since before high school. Yeah. Um, and so two questions was like, I always wondered how do you guys get all those clothes? Like, do you have to bring them? Do you have to, you have to bring them? Okay. I looked it up and I was like, no way. Even you all do. the dresses. So you bring everything and put the, the, now it's a little bit different. Um, when I signed my contract, I liked the sworn secrecy. I didn't tell anybody where I was going, um, and went to like forever 21 and wherever I could get affordable clothing or like Nordstrom where I could know that I could keep the tags on until I wore them and return them. Um, or wear them and return them. Uh, I don't do that. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay. I borrowed lots of dresses from friends. I bought stuff from TJ Maxx and bar yeah, borrowed and um, showed up with all that. So everything at that during for that show, I did show. Um, I did do all on my own. And then the very very last dress for the last two girls, they uh, the stylist for the show, Carrie Fetman. He um, brings in dresses for you, and you have, like, time to try on a dress that, that makes you feel like you for the potential proposal. So I did I did get to do that. That was really fun. And, I, um, and then the other shows, now, like, what I was saying is I feel like it's different now. I feel like people kind of do crack the, the seal a little bit on the secrecy and tell brands or boutiques or something um, because it's become such a phenomenon in a way of like these girls are going on already like with free stuff I feel like I'm not 100% sure um, I know if you watched Colton season Heather uh, she lives where I live and, and sweet she's a friend of mine um, and uh, she borrowed a lot of things um, and she didn't ask for anything for free but oh, okay um, they, the next show, if she was to get asked to go on another show or when I got asked to go on other shows, it was much easier for me to have like a bit of a presence to kind of say like, to a brand, I would love to wear your clothes. What do you want to send me? So that's, yeah. that, yeah. that ends up being a little bit easier. But I have a feeling that most of the girls these days are pretty, uh, a lot of them, I think, are pretty clued into how to make it happen because the the brand trading thing is happening so much more consistently and so it's so much more common oh yeah that's and huge. so great for a brand yeah exactly oh, yeah. I love that you just brought up TJ Maxx because I love TJ Maxx <laughs> yes. that you wore a TJ Maxx dress or outfit on the bachelor I'm like I feel so much better about my finds like <laughs> it was like the ugliest dress I had though not to shame ah! TJ Maxx <laughs> because I was desperate oh, I was yes. desperate <laughs> and but it, it's so funny that I but in I mean, I look back all of my dresses on that first season and it has nothing to do with TJ Maxx that it was like, but <laughs> I remember that dress. I remember it. I actually had like a, like kind of a gluten episode, um, at one of the rose ceremonies, um, when we were still in the mansion. And so I like went and laid in bed, which I have crazy FOMO. It was killing me. Um, but I was wearing the dress. Um, it was ironic. It was the dress that I didn't love 
very much that I ended up being in bed that night. I think I, I think I must have had a rose or something and knew that I didn't have to wear something pretty that night or something. I don't know. You could wear your worst dress. <laughs> yes, exactly. You get away with the worst dress. Save That's all yours. Really funny. Yeah, exactly. For the other ones. That is so funny. Um. Okay. My second one is: yeah. Do you eat food on dates? Because you always see the date. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I've literally thought of this for years. Do you eat them? Uh, it depends. Uh, most of the time, they don't really want you to. <laughs> um, sitting for a while? They, to get, well, they, they just don't want you eating on camera. They oh. really, so they usually feed you beforehand um, and either alone or at least with producers in the like with, maybe with the guy but producers have to be around because they do not want you to talk about something that should be caught on camera so these are the moments of like what's your favorite color but then if you're like but my favorite color is this because they're gonna be like stop because it could be something excuse so it's a uh, so but so on camera it's really meant to be like just pretty um but I have eaten some food on camera because I was bored out of my mind I was hungry um I there was I can remember two two times on bachelor pad um I had a date with um my ex-boyfriend but at that time we were kind of still getting to know each other but we knew each other pretty well um that we were like let's let's eat so we ate we it was in Catalina and um so we ate our meal there I remember it because it was really good and then and it was gluten-free um and they <laughs> always make sure that I know that what's plated is gluten-free or and they always get you something that you can nibble on um and then another one was in Bachelor in Paradise um on a date with a guy named Michael and um I, he just didn't let me get a word in. He basically had assumptions about who I was. I mean, he was a nice guy, but I was like, <laughs> all right, you think you already know me. I'm just going to sit here and eat. <laughs> hey, so, there. oh, there's oh. your answer. I love That's it. so funny. I um, love how you, like, know just, like, the two very specific times. <laughs> it was that little amount. <laughs> there could have been, uh, yeah, there could have been other moments. But, uh, oh, and then when you're not being, like, like really yeah. filmed yeah. um and I will say for um even this was a personal choice of mine that I'll just add in it's not about food but with alcohol on the first show yeah. that I did I chose not to drink anything um except for uh maybe just sips at toasts and stuff because mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that I I I just didn't want to end up being that girl who was nervous and kept sipping too much <laughs> right because that's not that not necessarily me, but it could happen to anybody. So yeah. Um, but then the other two shows, I I kind of learned the system and and was like, oh, I can have fun around right now. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, don't they have? And I've just heard this, but maybe I'm wrong. They have like a drink rule or something now, don't this they? This is now and this is new. But yeah, it's uh, Heather was filling me in because I was like, so how does it work? So it's uh two drinks per hour, like two drinks max per hour mm. so um which that's, that's a lot plenty but yeah. for some people and they want to do that I guess to protect themselves and the production company and producers and everything and that makes sense to me because there are some people that come in and like just don't necessarily have like a limit or like boundaries or just you're in the moment and you just go for it. And there, there's been plenty of moments that I've seen people um, get to that point, but 
it can easily come back at production as it did with the Korean and um, I don't remember his name, but yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's smart. Wasn't that that rule wasn't in place? There was no rule on your season, right? You could just drink. Nope. Mm-hmm. And then after that whole scenario happened, why can't I think DeMario and Chris? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, after that whole thing, I remember different press reaching out and just asking, like, were you ever pressured to drink? Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever. In fact, I even, and, and it's different for everybody, but I actually remember on Bachelor Pad, like, I had had, like, two mimosas or something, and so, and a producer said, I had an ITM, which is the in the moment interview. And they said, you have an ITM coming up, stop drinking. And then another girl, they, because, because I think one, they were just giving me a heads up and then maybe protecting my character. And this (laughs) is not to make them sound slimy. There are moments, but like to manipulate, manipulated situations, but they also know what they can do. I think in different batch of producers too, but this one girl, they're like, uh, I, keep drinking, bring a bottle, you're in the seat right now. Like, they gave, they didn't give her any time, told her to bring a bottle, because she was going to keep drinking, and, and they, she gives them good stuff. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, yeah, maybe. they know how to work the system, probably. Yes, but yeah. there is a limit now, and I think it's totally appropriate for all, all parties. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So, switching gears, I want to talk a little bit about exercise, because this is something... Yeah. I know, like, I've seen, you see on, like, Bachelor in Paradise, these guys, like, lifting rocks or, like, doing crazy (laughs) stuff on the beach. I don't know. But for realistic things, um, like, how did you stay active or did you stay active, like, in the mansion? Because, like, do they have somewhere you can work out or is it, like, were you creative or? I had to be creative. So it's so funny because when I first was cast into The Bachelor, um, the casting director, she goes, we have a gym and blah, blah, blah. And so I get to the mansion. I'm like, where's this gym? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, being active has always been a big part of my life through all seasons. Um, and, uh, but so I was really looking forward to that. Um, so a couple different things. Um, when you're sequestered, like in the hotel rooms before you're filming or when you're not filming and you're off camera, like a handler might take you if they have time to do so they might take you one at a time to a gym space where like just for like 15 minutes or half an hour so that's at a hotel um at the mansion no gym so uh I on the first show I remember a couple of us girls we were given like hello kitty watches in our uh swag bag um anyway um and so I put that watch on and I was like all right if they'll give me an hour I'm just gonna circle the driveway in circles because I just need to move and so I would run and some of the girls started walking so that was that season and then um and then you start to travel and hopefully you get to do the the one at the even 15 minutes in the gym and then um bachelor pad was filmed at the mansion but we kind of pushed the limits uh production wasn't very happy and especially because we weren't always mic'd but we would go like on runs in the backyard which is so not that usually not allowed but we really pushed our limits and then in paradise I was the only girl that worked out with those guys and I would let some of the guys were trainers and I just let them give me like a high intensity interval training set or whatever and I try to keep up with the guys running back and forth on the beach so that was fun that's awesome yeah because running's a big part of your life huh yeah Uh, it's my it is 
my outlet for sure. Just kind of where I, it doesn't always feel good. And I should probably start considering that <laughs> my joints and my everything is probably talking to me and I should listen, but no, it's a great outlet for me. Yeah. That's How the only reason I run is because it's an outlet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like mentally and yeah. 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 I hated running in the past, but yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, that's so interesting kind of to learn more about how to work out like you said running around the driveway and stuff I always wondered kind of how that worked out so and I don't I mean every batch of every group of people is so different I've heard like some of the girls in the past have just like asked for in and out every single day and some girls you know like it's so wild to me um, or that they didn't ever work out or nobody ever even used, they'd use their gym time to just go sit and be away from everybody else, which I have done. I did before too, where I would go to the gym, not to even work out, but I just needed 15 minutes to be outside of the room from everybody else. So. Well, and it's funny that you bring that up too, because I noticed this season now watching the bachelorette this year is that I've never seen chicken nuggets just like laid out in front in front of them, right? I know. How weird is that? They've had a lot of chicken nuggets. Where are they getting them from? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, that that is funny. But in the kitchen, just so you know, on rose ceremony nights during cocktail parties, in the kitchen, there's, like, a whole smorgasbord of food, but, like, stuff that I couldn't eat. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I just remembered what gave me that little gluten attack. Like I had peeled, I didn't know how strict my life was at that time. And I peeled some cheese off the top of somebody's pizza, off of the pizza and, uh, totally put me to bed. Wow. <laughs> but oh anyway, isn't that funny? <laughs> it's funny. No, it can, it happens though. If you're that sensitive, it can make a huge Absolutely. Difference. That shortage board of you just saying that just reminded me of that one time that guy on I don't even remember what Chad? season. Yes, Mark Chad just shoving his face. <laughs> yes, that's the only. My husband he Chad is the only character he remembers. He's always like that <laughs> Chad, that protein guy. <laughs> so, no way, that is so funny. Yeah, yeah. He, he showed. I don't even that. think I've ever met Chad. I'm totally okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel that's like right. there's. I think, I, I don't know, I've had my own opinions of, like, that guy must be, he, he's playing his own game, right? I don't know. Right, right. Yeah. He is all, yeah. Do you still talk to Chris Harrison at all? Yeah. So yeah? I, uh, the last time I saw him, though, I don't know if I should, I, I didn't know to take if I should take him seriously or not, but he's like, I was kind of upset I never got an invitation to the wedding, and He's like, I, I didn't even realize that it happened because I didn't get an invitation. And I was like, are you serious? Because I was thinking, one, we had very limited amount and some of our family members weren't even inv invited to our wedding. But it meant, meant a lot to me. But yes, uh, Chris, Chris is, is one of the most friendly guys. And his daughter, Taylor, is one of the sweetest girls. And um, it was a couple years ago when she like really like kind of attached herself to me and she would text me songs and stuff. And I just saw her recently in January and it has been a couple years and she's like from like kind of a teeny bopper to like a young, young woman now. And I was trying to remind her like of who I am and stuff. And uh, she's kind of like, um, I don't know who you are, <laughs> but yeah. So, but he is, he is definitely like a, a good guy. And, um, couple years ago he would come down uh 
and play golf with my ex-boyfriend and um Roberto I don't know if you guys remember Roberto yeah. but we were all really close and so the three of us they would go golf and then we'd go out to dinner and I felt like that was a really cool time to get to know Chris even a little bit better and then the relationship friendship kind of grew from there um yeah he's a really really good guy he's extremely extremely sarcastic and very funny and you would never know it until you meet him and get to have like a real conversation with him that's so, so cool so he is what he, everybody kind of says he is yes. that's awesome <laughs> I love that it is so cool okay so back to health and wellness yeah we'll switch gears <laughs> Sorry. a little bit no, really like my question we only have like a couple questions left so yeah yeah mm -hmm. okay so I asked someone today and I told them we were interviewing you and she's like, these are just questions that I have. She's a bar three owner. Um, yeah, yeah, here. And so I was with her today and I was like, here's who I'm interviewing. Like, what would you ask her? And so these were two of her main questions. The first one was, what helps you stay consistent with health and wellness? I, I think I'm mostly motivated by the way it makes me feel. Just being able to get up each day and feel good, have energy and feel um, not just not just how I look, but actually how I feel from the inside out, confidence-wise, mentally, and then physically, and just being able, and that was the other thing, like, I might look like a well person or a healthy person, but it wasn't until the day that I actually made those big, big changes. So I'm very motivated by the way it makes me feel um, from the inside out. I love that. Yeah, that's good. I have a spinoff question from that. It's a quick one, though, because I'm very <laughs> interested in, like, how people shape I feel like mornings are like all about how you start your morning is so important and it kind of shapes your day. That's how I feel. And so I always like to find out how do you sh like, how do you shape your morning? Do you like run out the door just like trying to figure out how things are going to go? Or do you have like a routine? Um, the most productive days are when I am following more of a routine and um, that, that routine, my most productive days, that routine looks like waking up at five, um, doing my hot water with lemon. I, uh, sometimes I'll do that or I'll, um, oil pull with coconut oil, but hop into the car and head to bar, take a bar class and it's a 5:45 AM bar class. But, um, and, and there's another one, but I just feel like if I get to that one, I'm going to have the most productive day. Cause it either, sometimes I'll go even take a hot yoga class just to stretch it out. Cause if you know bar, everything gets really tight and I run too. So everything's tight. Um, so sometimes a good hot yoga class that usually happens on hair washing days. Um, and then, <laughs> and then coming home and, and, and having a really good breakfast, showering and getting ready for the day. And try, my goal is to be at my computer by nine or nine 30 to, or, or do whatever else is like planned in my schedule for, for the day of what I'm tackling. Well, that's a good schedule. Yeah, I like that. I love it. Uh, so, other schedules, not as productive, but I make sure I, I schedule time for me to get movement in is that, that definitely helps. <laughs> yeah. And that's always like, I always notice the difference about the days that I do work out in the morning versus the days that you don't, you just feel more productive and you have more energy and yeah, it's just a better way to start the day. Absolutely. I heard something that someone the other day, oh, it was Rachel Hollis. I was listening to her podcast and she said to get energy, you have to give energy. Huh. And I, I like remember that every time now I don't feel motivated to work out or whatever. I'm like, okay, to get energy, I need to give it. So that's cool. I have to tell you two things that came to my mind with what you just said. One, 
when I, my alarm goes off and I do not want to get up, I think of the reward of how I, I never have regretted like getting up and going. I'm always like, Oh, I'm so glad I did that. And then the other thing that I always say to my clients is show up for yourself. Like you're showing up for a friend, like a coffee date, because I mean, unless you're just that person, you don't cancel very often. <laughs> or maybe your significant other, when you have plans, you want to show up for it. So show up for yourself like that. Um, and if you have to break those plans, you reschedule them. Um, but that way you're, you're because of what you kind of repeated that Rachel said is that to get, to get in to give energy is probably to get better. Energy to get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it's that same thing, like show up for yourself so you can give for yourself. And then it's so much easier to give back to everybody else and share, share your energy and everything with everybody else. So that's cool. That's a perfect spinoff. I love that. Yeah, I love that. So the other question that the bar three instructor asked was, what are some of the best ways to live a healthy lifestyle and not break the bank? Hmm. I love to, that's a good question. I, I think I follow some staples of keeping staple items in my kitchen, um, that we always make sure that I have certain things, dry ingredients and, and such in a pantry, uh, frozen ingredients and, um, and then learning your, your dirty dozen and clean 15 and kind of where, where you can, um, most packaged foods, honestly, cost process and packaged foods do cost more than, than just real good whole food. So I think looking at that as well, what can you cut? What do you not need that's packaged and processed in your kitchen? Um, but then other things like using Thrive Market or even Costco and stuff and, and stocking up on the things that you do use a lot of that might be a little bit more on the spendy side. So those are kind of some of my hacks. I like that. It's pretty kind of, kind of brief, but gives no, you a little bit of an insight. <laughs> I think that's a good well, we should probably wrap up because we have kept you for so long. And I, but, um, <laughs> and bachelor's think, on right now. Yeah. And the, the bachelor already started. Um, but <laughs> thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And, um, I think people are going to love this episode. So I know, I feel like I asked a ton of questions that I wanted to hear. So yeah. I feel like okay. a lot of things. Yeah. It yeah. was good. Yeah. And thank you ladies for the questions that you had. It was fun t chatting and I always love reminiscing and sharing part of my story because I I think I said this on the last one I believe that like I got to do all this for a reason and so thanks for letting me share my experience yeah well, well we appreciate you and I'm excited to see where you go in the next few years yes thank you so excited. <laughs> awesome well we'll talk to you later bye Tenley. Bye,